Live, recorded in front of a live audience. We are at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts, Chris Wagoner and Mary Gaines. And we are here tonight with our friend Peter Mulvey. How are you doing tonight? Doing pretty good, doing yeah. pretty good. Good to be here. Yeah, it's nice to have you here. You know, lately with all these guests, I've, I've been kind of wanting to say, we knew you when. I know, I was just thinking that 17 years ago, right about now, like 17 yeah. years ago, uh, coming on June, you guys were playing on my wow. first record. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's right, and we knew you before that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Holy we'd, we'd already played a number of gigs together at a bunch of clubs that are now defunct. But we're not yeah. old. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> we were just talking about, before the show a little bit, about this, this bar in uh, mini Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Yeah. where you'd have to get up onto the bar, which is regular bar height, and that's the stage. Actually, wasn't it the grill and they put a yeah, thing it was, on it? Oh, yeah. they, put, they put wood platforms over the yeah. grill and then you played yeah. essentially in the hot seat. It was Hooligans. Yeah. Hooligans Super Bar. Yeah. And if you were a fiddle player, you had to be careful not to stick your bow in the ceiling. Yeah. yeah. And actually, I think it was like a cork ceiling. You could actually go and like come down with nothing. Oh, yeah. There are performers that are still there. <laughs> yeah. Ones with spiky hairdos. Exactly. Yeah. And their heads are at your foot level, so if you don't like what they say... <laughs> there you go. Ah, oh, those are the days. Arr, arr, arr. Hey, you want to start with a tune? I'd love to. Yeah, this is, a, this is a tune oh, yeah. neither of you have ever heard. Awesome. Um, and we're all going to play it together, because that's the caliber of musicianship <laughs> right. you bring to this deal. Thanks for the setup, Peter. I rem yeah, I remember the first time we were improvising together, like you threw a solo my way, and this was before I knew anything about it, and I felt like a... I felt like a kid at prom who doesn't know how to dance, you know, and then the spotlight's on him, it was awesome. But this is called Some People. Hmm. One, two, three. Some people go to the synagogue, some people go to the woods, some people go to a shrink, and they think everybody should. Some people go crazy in plain sight on the streets of the neighborhood. I go, Some people go to Washington, some people go to the moon, some people go to a timeshare on the shores of a secret lagoon, some people go the whole distance, some people go out way too soon, I just go, some people go for a nice sandwich, some people go for a song, some people could go on forever and some already gone on too long. Some people go and they put their heads in cryogenic stasis. Some people go too long without getting laid on a regular basis. Some people go Allahu Akbar. Some people go Namaste. Some people go peace be with you. Some people go way hey hey. Some people go I know just what God is thinking no matter what you say. I just go Senators go into airport johns and they get their reputations dispersed. And some people go from the altar just to leave someone in the lurch. I just go, mm, 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 mm. Some people go by bicycle, some people go by truck, and some people go for the ladies, some people go for lady luck, some people go har har har, some people go nyuk nyuk nyuk. I just go, mm, mm, mm. Some TV, they brush their teeth and call 
little day Some people wish they had that life And some people have that life And all that they can think about Is how to get away Some people they go lightly Some people go heavy as hell Some people go this could all be better Some people go this is all just as well Some people go to the mountain And get their souls rung like a bell I just go some people go, all will be well, and all will be well, and all manner of things will be well. I just go, mm, uh, uh. <laughs> there it be. You've been on a jazz kick, haven't you? I have. I got, uh, yeah, it's been recent. It's been over the last 10 or 12 years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a kick. That's a movement. That's a movement, yeah. <laughs> or something. Yeah, I was sitting in a, I was sitting in a guitar shop. In, uh, I moved out in the early 90s, just after I made that first record. I moved out to the Boston area, and I was sitting in a guitar shop, and a guy taught me uh, Moonglow by Irving Mills. You know, the whole, uh, you know. It had to be Moonglow, way up in the blue. And I got yeah. fascinated with that, just the, uh, the, the guide tones within it, where you have that, you know. Yeah. You know, that, that whole thing, and, uh, and then, uh, well, 10 years later, that's kind of, you know, it's seeped into my cranium, and that's now what I'm, that's part of what I'm writing now. Awesome. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It... <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's just like, a, it's being on, I like being on a movie set here. Wait, is that... <laughs> That's just the other room? Yeah, there's actually uh, there's uh, tango, tango dancing going on in the, in the next room. Salsa? And Salsa? you guys are in here listening to people talk about guide tones. <laughs> <laughs> That's really amazing. That's, that either says a lot about you or... No. <laughs> We're glad you're here. Oh, heavens. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we have known, we've all known each other for a long time. Just a, mm -hmm. it's a quick past history being on the show here with us. We... Uh, we met you in, in Milwaukee many years ago. You were the band called, it was Big Sky. Big Sky, yeah. And uh, Mary and I were in a band at the time called, called uh, Com The Common Faces. And we used to do a lot of shows with you guys, and some up here too. Yeah. But uh, it was a great band. We had a lot of fun. Joe you know? Panzetta on... Uh, Joe Panzetta, I just spoke to him the other day. Yeah? He moved out to Seattle, and, and uh, uh, he's still making music. Dave Jansen. Drummers? Dave Jansen, Still also in Seattle. He's an engineer, has a drum set in his basement, teaching his daughter how to play drums. Good. Which cool. is a bold maneuver for a parent, I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> Giving any kid a set of drums is a bold yeah. maneuver. Well, I, I think if you're a drummer yourself, you don't have that yeah. built-in ah! factor. That's true, that's true. Plus, yeah. he's got a soundproof basement. That goes the whole nine yards. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. Well, it's sort of like handing a kid a fiddle. It's sort of this. It's very yeah. Similar, yeah. Or an accordion, God help us yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> We could go My on. My sister played the oboe. Show. And the cool thing is, is she'll never listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> it was geese flying overhead. Oh, yeah. The oboe. Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. It's a double reed instrument. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the entire problem right yeah. there. One is enough in my book. Right, yeah. <laughs> really. <laughs> she got so into the reeds that she ended up in woodworking, and then she became a chef. Right, because they get... They, what? It's <laughs> yeah. yeah. my family, you know. They make their own reeds, right? Yeah. yeah. The oboe players, yeah. yeah. And they're I beautiful. Mean, yeah. It's because and the music shops refuse to because they're trying to stop the whole thing, you know. <laughs> so there's, if they say, if this wants to go on, people are going to have to carve their own reeds. You don't see any, you know? like, 50-meter dash people making their own running shoes, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right. They don't have time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> really. yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. So, <laughs> so back to the history of Peter Mulvey. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were talking about this earlier. I was looking at an album, and this was not your first album. You so have... have you worked with a Nobel player? <laughs> <laughs> I believe I have managed to avoid that for 17 whole years, yeah. Let it go, Mary. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I finally let a clarinetist on the most recent record. Okay. Yeah, so, that's right. Fragment. Yeah. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> She's scaring me. 
Right. So, but in 1997, I'm the straight guy here tonight. 1997, lately, little big, little big sky. Oh yeah, that's was, right. Was that the full name of the band, Little Big Sky? No, that was a subset of the band. Oh. That was just when oh. we, there was the band Big Sky, and then yeah. when only two of us played together, we called it Little Big Sky. Very smart. And we were clever. <laughs> you were clever. <laughs> but I noticed there was a there's a there's a pattern emerging here. I'll read you this. 97. Lately, 97, Goodbye Bob, the EP. 92, 94, Brother Rabbit Speaks. And Rain. It's Speaking of. Raining. Yeah. It's pouring out. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, 95 was Rapture. 97, Deep Blue. 98, Glen Cree. Yeah, just shout out here. 2000, The Trouble with Poets. Yeah. Hey. So this is evidently, this is kind of like an awards thing. We're going to... It's yeah. a pattern Some of the people like the best. There'll be here. crickets for the new record, you know. <laughs> 2002, 10,000 Mornings. Yeah. yeah. All right. 2003, Redbird. Yeah, with Chris Delmhorst and Jeffrey Focal. Yeah. Yeah. 2004, On the Way, concert CD. That was sub with subway footage. You want to talk about that, too? Sure. 2004, Kitchen Radio. Yeah. 06, The Knuckleball Suite. Yeah. Oh, there we go. And 2007, Notes from Elsewhere. That's the yeah. current album. That's the current one. And then I just finished up. I mean, you guys just played on the yeah. most recent record, which will be out this August, August uh, of 2009. So I think that's record number... I have no idea how many records I've made now. Peter, that amounts to 1.1 albums per year. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'll take it. You yeah. did math? I know. I did the math on that. <laughs> really? Yeah. 1.1, 1. 1, so a little more than one record a year. Approximately, yeah. Wow. Wow. Congratulations. That's re that is really yeah. good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And, uh, and no, you can, yeah. go ahead. I was going to say, when you're touring on your bicycle, how do you find time to write? Because <laughs> don't you spend most of your time just trying to get to the gig? <laughs> yeah, that's a, well, that's a, that's a handicap I've given myself recently. Uh, I think it was two years ago I did the first tour by bicycle, and... What I learned is uh, that it really hurts. It's just, un it's just <laughs> unbelievably painful to bike 70 miles. I think the first time I ever played a show by bike was here in Madison. I played that Folk on State gig, and, and, it was the so, and I didn't even bike from my home. I drove all the way from Milwaukee to Fort Atkinson and then only biked the 38 miles from Fort Atkinson to here w with my friend Jeremy. and, and uh, and it was unbelievably painful just to get here. And then we had to go back to Fort Atkinson. <laughs> I don't think I've ever looked forward to the Jambalaya and Guinness at the Cafe Cart quite so much as yeah. I did that, you know. But so that was really stupid. So then I did a whole <laughs> tour of those things. And then that was incredibly painful. So I did a larger tour. And actually this September, I'm gonna take the ferry over to uh, Michigan and I'm gonna bike uh, and do shows. Uh, in uh, Grand Rapids and then Kalamazoo, Lansing, Ann Arbor, and then we're going to bike across Ontario to Buffalo. Then we're going to play Syracuse, Saratoga, Bennington, Vermont, Boston. And then, just because this colossal stupidness needs to be topped, we're going to turn around and bike 100 miles back to Northampton. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I like to pee outside. Yeah. <laughs> I, I noticed the picture on the website. Did, have you done all of them on the... So Recumbent, right? Yeah, the, well, the recumbent's a recent addition. Because, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, because I did the first one on just an ordinary upright trick. and um, Too painful. Way too painful. Plus, at one point, <laughs> late at night, <laughs> late at night I, I was up and I was sort of just in, in the bathroom and my wife said, what are you doing? I, what, are you doping? <laughs> and I said, no, honey, I'm putting on diaper rash ointment. <laughs> and she said... I liked it better when you were doping. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm on a recumbent. Uh -huh. now. Was it Desinex or what was it? Um, it was uh, what is the what is the real good stuff? I got it from a friend who actually has babies. What is it? Trip triple phase. Paladin, Paladin baby, baby diaper rash ointment. Yeah. It's just so ha we're actually tonight's show is sponsored by Paladin. <laughs> it's remarkable. How Let's play their theme song. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Paladin. Paladin. There is no Paladin theme song. <laughs> we're just re we're just reaching for it. <laughs> It might have happened. 
couldn't find my pick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll email Paladin about it. So you're the long haul tour. Yeah, that'll be this September. Yeah. This yeah. September, Grand Rapids to Boston. 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 September 9 to 29. Current, current acoustic album coming out. Oh, notes from Elsewhere, the current one. Can we say the name? It's on the website, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Letters from a Flying Machine yeah. is the new one coming out. It'll be out August 11th. August 11th. Featuring Chris Wagoner well, and, and says, Mary Gaines. Does it say that on the cover? It says. Yes. It, it does not. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Peter Mulvey featuring Chris Wagoner and Mary Gaines. <laughs> In big letters. Okay. That's not true. And your friend, we've met uh, a couple times. You've been doing, yeah, actually coming up, you've got a couple shows at the Cafe Carp. Our very good friend, Bill Camplin, wonderful. He's yeah. been on our show. Bill's been yeah. on our show. Yep. And you're going to, and, and you do a remarkable thing. You do a series there. You do two or three nights sometimes. Definitely yeah. two, usually three, right? Yeah, and in the wintertime, we do four and sometimes yeah. five, and we, you've been a part That's of those, not, too, yeah. the holiday shows. It's I a, suppose once you get your bike there, you're not really... You just stay at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, once you're there, yeah, you just stay. I, I, I like that. I, I, my mentor on the scene was a guy named Chris Smither, and, uh, and he... Oh, thank you both. He... Uh, his, he he was, he's been around for quite some time, and he used to tell me, like, he used to play this joint in uh, D.C. called The Cellar Door, and when you were booked there, you would play Wednesday night, and then you'd play Thursday night, and then you'd play two shows Friday, and then you'd play three shows Saturday, and you'd play one show on Sunday. And everybody did this. Like, he, he did bills with Tom Waits, and he did bills with Joni Mitchell, Steve Martin, the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. You know, and you used yeah. to play these, this, an entire week, half a week engagement, uh, at any club that you play. Then you move on to Philadelphia and you'd, you'd play that joint, you know. And I asked him once, I said, what happened to that? And he said, the VCR. Uh-huh. I know, I, yeah, it was a short, very, very devastating answer. But he's right, the VCR and yeah. cable television, all that stuff. And I, I mean, what's wrong with you people? You're, you're here, you're in a club, you're watching, watching people talk about playing music and play music, right? you know. Do you have a song that's a, that we can play that's about talking? I don't know. Boy, I don't. I no, I don't. Okay, there it is. There it is. It's in G minor, the people's key. Is that really the rain coming down that hard? Did you park your your Maserati with the roof down outside? Oh man. I always park my Maserati with the roof down. That's so rock and roll. Sure, this is a tune called The Trouble with Poets. And uh, thank you. Oh, that's great. We also don't know this tune. The trouble with poets is they talk too much. Poets tell us that it hurts them, and it hurts them just a little more. We cannot tell. Maybe they make that stuff up We've never stood in their shoes In their skins, in their heads On their shows Trouble with you is you drive me nuts I cannot tell what is that behind your smile Poet, give us something just to lift us up Just for tonight for a time, for the sake of us all, for a while. And Sylvia Plath might come along She might say, well that's just like life I think the trouble with poets is they'll see poetry everywhere I know, I know it's on the trouble Here I am at the bottom of the stairs Begging you, 
That was a song. No, the, who, who, someone in the audience, did you realize that that was the perfect song for the moment? Yeah, that was great. Yeah, Thanks for calling it for us, you know, that, because we, we're not in control up here. <laughs> well, you don't, I love it. You don't have a list there on the floor. And I don't have a list. I just, yeah, off the top of my head. I love playing with you guys for that reason, though. Like, yeah, it's in G minor. This is totally going to work out. <laughs> and that's it. That's the information that we have exchanged. <laughs> and there's some notes and rhythms in there. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to work out fine. Uh, that is one of the fun things about not having frets. I got to imagine, yeah. I've worked my whole life with frets and you haven't. I am fretless. Yes, you are fretless. Well, your longtime cohort, Mr. David Goody Goodrich. Oh, yeah. Who's on, yeah. yeah, Goody's on a lot oh. of your albums and longtime touring companion. We finally got the pl had the pleasure of meeting him. Well, we met him at your wedding. Yeah. But meeting yeah. and playing with him at the CARP last year or whenever that was. But yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal musician. Wonderful musician. I mean, he's yeah. kind of the guy that taught me almost everything I know. Uh, he, well, he taught me this one thing. I mean, he just sort of took the guitar apart to its components for me. And he, he taught me that, you, you know, that if you, if you only had one string on it, you know, you could still go. That you, all you need is one string to accomplish that. And then he sort of drilled home the point that like the most advanced uh, melodic musicians on the planet would be the sitar players, and they got one oh, yeah. string. That's, that's it, all of the melodies on one string. And so this is going to sound really sort of rudimentary, but a guitar is just six of those, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. You know, and all yeah. of a sudden it all dissolves, like every instrument just sort of comes apart in your hands, and it's just music, it's just... <laughs> And you can think it as well as you can sing. You can think yeah. on, uh, with your hands as well as you can think with your voice now. And yep. then it's all over. So that was, that was Goody's contribution. Plus, he bought me my first baseball glove. <laughs> that was, that really, was really, really nice. That yeah. clinched the deal. He yeah. did, at the age of 35. Yeah. At Dick's Sporting Goods in, yeah. uh, in Hadley, Massachusetts. <laughs> did you squeal with glee? I, you know, I, just, I knew that it was long overdue that I had a baseball glove. Yeah. And uh, so we're on our way on Route 9 there, and, uh, and, then he, and then he said he was giving directions so that I could drive to Dick's Sporting Goods, and, and he said, okay, well, up at this light, we're going to turn into Dick's. <laughs> I thought... <laughs> did you? With, we did. No. We were on the road for a long time, the two of us. <laughs> sporting Goods. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. John Ashcroft is no longer the Attorney General, right? <laughs> like, he can't come after you for this, can he? Somebody can. I don't know. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> that was a nice use yeah, of that, that. Uh, yeah. that uh, story. Well, you know, and, and I think of, that makes me think of not only sitar players, but um, the old blues players who would literally nail a, um, a wire to a barn door. Yeah. And then later on, they kind of turned it into a one-string instrument, and they called a diddly bow. And they would just slap it. You know, they'd slap it with their finger, and they'd use a slide, whatever they could use for a slide. And, of course, that turned into the, what modern bottleneck players on guitar or lap steel yeah, you know, and it and turned into that. And some of these great slide, lap steel players from uh, Florida, from the sacred steel tradition, and it sounds like this, you know, this great gospel choir is singing behind them, and then they're, and it sounds like this incredible female vocalist when they're playing, and they're on one string, you know, just going, you go, yeah. you start that crying. sacred steel thing is these churches that don't have organs because they can't afford to buy big. Yeah. Or traditionally, yeah. yeah. So instead, they use a lap steel, which fills out the. Yeah. I the see stuff. Those, Yeah. Such a wonderful primal. That's really instrument. cool. Primal is the word. That yeah. was the word that was floating through my head. I mean, I see those things, and I think what I always think that you know, I just yeah. love our species. Like we, th- yeah. you know, we 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 primates got a hold of strings and thought, wait a minute, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like from the sitar players to Bach to Bo Diddley, you know, and on and on and on and on and on. Like yes. our species has gone, you know. Right, we could. <laughs> and then you get a hold of a little garlic, you know. <laughs> We're inventive. I want to hear about the garlic. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's from the, that was from the, the, the first half with Tret and the garlic. garlic. Oh, right, right. right. Yeah. Lots of Which all, you know, how do you explain the Norwegians while we're at it, you know? Like, I, I understand, like, you know, I'm Irish, so, I mean, I get it, too, you know. Uh, we've waited a, an entire... Uh, millennia for Thai food to arrive on that island. You know, it's like it ain't coming. <laughs> yeah. I just got one story about Norwegians. It was my grandmother was in Mount Horeb at the uh, nursing home, and she was a short little woman from Idaho. And there was this woman who stayed in a room next to her who was very tall and very um, stacked. And <laughs> she would forget to put on her shirt in the nursing home. And she would have her bra on, and she would walk up, and it was right about eye level for my grandma. And she'd say, oh, those damn Norwegians! Because <laughs> that, that's what they're known for. They're so for. tall! <laughs> <laughs> and they wear oh. funny glasses. <laughs> and I can't see above their boobs, you know? <laughs> but anyway... This is the most. This is the most anatomical uh, episode of Matt's yeah. House Live I think yeah. we've had. That's it's great. Just going, <laughs> hey, speaking of ana, 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 what's the word? Ana, anatomic. Anemones. Yeah. Uh, there's a tune that we it refers to the anatomy. I'm being very, very coy here. Oh, the one that you wrote you, the string section for. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's try that. See, again, I love working with these two because uh, I had written this tune uh, with my friend Timmy and I knew that it needed a string section. And uh, so I I walked into the recording session with the two of them figuring that we would be able to write a string section on the fly and apply it to this tune. And they sure did. And uh, now we're going to play it for you having never really gone back and figured out what we did, so... Except I think there were three other parts, too, so that might be a little tricky. This will be be- well, <laughs> sing one while playing okay, the other. Okay, there you go. This is going to work like a charm. I'll show you. I'd love to do the funny version, but... Shoulder bird blue 
Tune. What? Just kidding. <laughs> she you, said, you wrote that beautiful tune. She said, tune. who wrote that beautiful right. tune? Oh, I, I did write that. I wrote that with a guy named Tim Gearin, who's a great songwriter, lives next to a bowling alley in Somerville, Massachusetts. And uh, he doesn't have a driver's license, so he only has two gigs, and they're both real close to the bowling alley. <laughs> 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 this, this song reminds me, especially the opening salvo there, I can't sing that low. I oh, was yeah. yeah. We were talking about this earlier, and I was reflecting upon the first album that we recorded on with you, Bl Brother Rabbit Speaks. Yeah, and uh, remarking, it was it, it surprised me actually. I heard it, and I was like, "Wow, I didn't I didn't remember you ever sounding like that." You were, and then I asked you in the parking lot just before the show here tonight. Said, "Man, what that what what?" My what? voice my voice changed. Voice Puberty changed. was tremendously good to me. It was uh, <laughs> no. Well, I mean, the truth is, when I was young, I just wanted to sing high. You know, I mean, I, I, I have to admit, because of Getty Lee, you know, I was uh -huh. like, Begin the day with a friendly voice <laughs> You know, no truth in You know, Plays that uh, Yeah, it was just, that was kind of where, where, I thought that was where it was at, you know, because... I was thinking maybe like bluegrass stuff, but no, it's... No, it was Getty Lee, it was Getty Lee, and to an extent, Sting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Although really, I, there's other reasons that I sort of emulate Sting now. You know, it's, it's just sort of the uh, the owning castles thing that I yeah that I'm aspiring really <laughs> to that. Not not a bad thing. I'd like to yeah. aspire yeah. to that. Yeah. No, uh, but I, just when I was young, I thought I just spent maybe seven or eight years thinking I'm going to be a tenor. I'm going to be a tenor. I'm going to sing high. And and then I uh, by happenstance I blew a tendon out uh, in my left hand. I still have the. Scar, they do this thing where they, they, they uh, peel your, uh, well, they make an incision and take the skin back and they remove this uh, little cyst from on your oh. tendon. What's fun about it is that you're conscious during it and they, give you, they just give you like a little sedative 
and then they clamp your hand into this medieval torture-looking device, you know? <laughs> but so they fixed my finger, but when, it, when, I, when I recovered from the surgery, I didn't have a lot of strength, and so I took the guitar and I tuned it down a whole step so that, I mean, so that it's, uh, it's just lower yeah. considerably. Like an ordinary guitar would sound like that. That'd be the lowest chord you could play on it. But, and mine is down here. And so then I started singing all my songs that I'd written up to that point a whole step lower, and they all sounded way better, and I finally just gave up and said, I'm a baritone, that's uh -huh. just how it is. <laughs> Isn't so. that crazy? Finding your true voice. I mean, not, not metaphorically speaking, but literally. No, physically, yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm, I'm a much more comfortable singer now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, that allowed me, the, the, tension, the less tension on the guitar and the less tension in the voice has allowed me to do what I'm good at now, which is, I mean, that, that was right yeah. when I became a subway musician, and I found I could play nine hours of music and not be particularly worn out, you know? Yeah. As long as you just sort of go gently, you can, you know, it I all... I guess you'd, you'd figure that out pretty quickly doing that, I'm sure. You had to, yeah. yeah. Those, it was long, long sessions when I was in the, in the subways there in Boston. Did you bring your own chicken wire, or...? You know, it was the great... I felt safe as anything down there in the wow. subways. It was great. I mean... Partly because I was out in Davis Square in Somerville, so it was a very civilized breed of people going to, you know, Harvard Square. And also partly because, I, I mean, I've been playing on the street and in the subway since I was a kid. In fact, I remember once, just once, this um, uh, just absolutely hammered, drunk Irish crackhead kind of <laughs> showed up at like 6.30 in the morning. And he and I were friends by 6.45. We were like solving the problems of the earth. You know, and leaning close to each other and singing, uh, singing violent femme songs. It was great. It was great. Well, it takes a, a true uh, kind of poet kind of guy to do that <laughs> with a drunk Irish. Dude. Yeah, I've I've always Crackhead. been to my to 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 mixed results. I've always been pretty approachable. <laughs> oh, there's a story in there, isn't there? <laughs> well, there's many stories. in oh, there. I'm sure there are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris is approachable too, but it's usually I have a lot of stories too. About Do you <laughs> looking yeah. for money? Yeah, we work where there's alcohol. There's no other way around. That's true. That, you know? That's true. It's bound to happen. Interesting things. Yeah. yeah. So your voice changed. You figured out your, or you just you let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then just yeah, I started writing in that voice, and you know, and that well, as you just read yeah. off that sheet, you know, 20 minutes ago, that was a lot of records ago. Yeah. You know? Right, and it was it was very. It was great for us. It was very cool for us because when you left here and we said, bye, Peter, what's he doing? You know, we'd hear stories about you. And then we came back and saw you again, and you really had. It was like this metamorphosis. Now you were singing with this new voice. and uh, Yeah. Yeah. And it's worked for me. I mean, it's worked for me. Like, I, you know, that's it. It's I found a beautiful I, voice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank totally. You. Well, let's make some music. Let's do it. All right. Let's, uh, here. Let's just, let's do an old tune. Um... St. Oh, James yeah. Infirmary. This is a. Everybody knows this song. It was down in old Joe's ballroom. On the corner by the square. And the drinks. Went around as usual Because a goodly crowd Was standing there mm, Off in some quiet, darkened corner With his eyes all bloodshot and red Big Joe McKelvey set down his beer. He looked me straight in my ear. These are the very words he said. I just come down from the St. James Infirmary. Saw my baby lying there. Stretched out on a long white table sea was so cold so pale so fair let her go let her go 
God bless her Wherever she may be She can look this whole wide world over But she'll never find A good man like me space for us to, you know, noodle and hang on. Because you, you got to have space. You got, to, roll. Space you got to have the space to roll, man. <laughs> Why am I Italian? I don't know. <laughs> Just like, boop, happened. Maybe it was the noodle. I don't know. <laughs> Where does that come from? I don't know. I don't know. It's in the air tonight. It's, yeah, apparently, that Italianosity. Something's in the air tonight. <laughs> you, uh... uh you could also check out Peter on uh, the 30-minute music hour. Andy Moore's great show on Wisconsin was public television. Oh, yeah. 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 That's some fun Isn't stuff. Isn't that an awesome thing in Wisconsin? Show. You know, one of the things we love about this show, doing this show, is that we get to showcase musicians who are absolutely wonderful, who yep. live in our little area. I love Wisconsin for that. Yeah, me too. There's this, yeah. All right. And there's just not enough, well, you know, it's kind of like the grass is always greener. If you go to another town, um, no, their artists I, aren't appreciated there, as there much. There is a in thing. There's just a thing. Wisconsin, Iowa, Minnesota, you know, we're just, we're just, uh, we're just never going to be like, we're just never going to be viewed <laughs> as cool. Yeah. Amazingly cool <laughs> things might happen here. So just and not stop only might trying. Have, you know, I mean... Well, that you know, means we can get away with so much. Exactly. Uh, well, that's the truth. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I've, tra I've yeah. traveled the United States, and you tell someone on the coasts that you are from Milwaukee, and five minutes later, they will ask if you're from Michigan, Milwaukee, Minnesota, or Minneapolis, because they know it starts with an MI, and that it's, <laughs> it's somewhere near those lakes where it's cold all winter long. Yeah. And that's all they think. And then you say, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Fighting Bob LaFollette. That's right. Gold in my ear. That's right. Russell Feingold. The Violent Femmes. Liberace. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> you can't make stuff like that up. That probably really happened, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought so. Yeah. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Oh, mm -mm. Yeah, totally. So, and, but then you were on NPR. I have been on NPR yeah. a couple times. All Things Considered. How was that? That'd be an interesting. Uh, the first time, Love that the show. first one I did was a uh, uh, was Weekend Edition Sunday, and that uh -huh. was extraordinary because, 
you know, it's Leanne Hansen. And I, I've been, I, I don't know about you, I've listened to a lot of NPR to the point where it's like, you know, you remember this? Like, I'm Robert Siegel, and I'm Linda Wertheimer. Like, their voices just become, you know. <laughs> Some national thing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm Corey Flintoff. Yeah. You know, and right, the whole shebang. And so you carry these voices around as like a, a thing. And they did a thing on when I was a subway, when I made that record down in the subways in Boston. So they sent Leanne Hansen, like, and joining us is puzzle master Will Shorts, you know, like <laughs> Leanne Hansen. And there she is. But I have to say, uh, it was effortless. It was really easy. And the thing that, that I mean, I, sh I should have seen this coming. She's so good. Uh -huh. She is so deft. She asks, yeah. asks these brilliant, concise little questions. And then she, and you can't see this when, because it's radio, yeah. but when you're on a tack that is working, she sort of projects this vibe of like, go with that. Yes, yeah. yes, go with that. Yeah. She like, nods yeah. her head. Like, it is, it's stunning. <laughs> it, it's, it, it's like what I would imagine it's like to dance with Grace Kelly or, or Fred Astaire. Like, oh, yeah. they're just going to make oh. you look better. Uh, like, yeah. You know, and that, so it all clicked for me. I was like, oh, right. These people are very, very good. Yeah. That would be why they have these jobs. Exactly. You know? so, <laughs> it was fun. It was cool. It always ha it has that vibe about it. The other great uh, NPR, or, um, it's actually a podcast. Is this American Life? Do you listen to oh, that? Oh God, yeah. That's just phenomenal. Yeah, that, yeah that, I yeah. love that. One and too. hopefully, you know, at some point on on one of those shows, they'll be saying, "Yeah, there's a show, Mad Toast Live. You got to check it." It might happen. I don't know. I don't know. I never. Well, no, but it, well, it, that spontaneity of being able to yeah. sort of just go from go where it needs to go. For example, where'd you yeah. get that hat? Oh, you asked me that before. Uh, I'd rather not tell you on the air. No, I got it at BP. British Petroleum. <laughs> I got it at a gas station. Talking Creek. Check it out. It's on the way to Sun Prairie there. They got a really good hat selection. You can buy beer there until midnight. But that was the last one there. <laughs> and of course, that's when you buy something like this. This hat. Honey, does this look good on me? I have been buying hats drunk in gas stations all my life and never come up with that's one that cool. That's the only way to buy hats. Otherwise, no one would ever buy a hat. You'd go, oh, nah, this looks stupid. You know? So. And now it's actually so uncool that it's getting fun to say, I got it at a gas station. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amen. <clears throat> yeah. What we gonna play now, man? Oh, uh, what we been on me? Speaking of Wisconsin, here's a oh. little song. Here's a little song for the Cafe Carp, uh, which is a venue in. Aw, great venue. It's in Fort Atkinson, Wisconsin, and uh, I've been playing there for 19 years. Uh, the place is called the Cafe Carp. That's Latin for seize the fish. <laughs> it's spelled C-A-R-P-E with a little, you know, accent on the... One of the little things on, on it. Exactly. On the E. And uh, it's in the key of A. Major stuff, just one, two minor, and four. La, 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 la. Blues form, the whole shebang. Okay. And... Uh, It's a warm summer evening, I can just hear the knuckleballs sweet. It's a warm summer evening, I can just hear the knuckleballs sweet. And I hear the clover hum along, and the rain clouds finding their feet. This town is a talisman. It's a vanishing bee. The town is a talisman. We are a vanishing bee. But our song is a first year viola lost in the leaves. Billy C is drinking sandy man, poured down at the old cafe. 
The little river goes by slow The little river it likes it that way Sal is barefoot in the backyard Calling out to that star above the pine She calls out to the star above the pine Yeah, for once the star answers Sally or the wine Thank you. Thank you, guys. Hey, Thanks, Peter. Thank you, Mr. Peter Mulvey, here tonight. Thank you. Please check out Peter's new album coming up. Letters from a Flying Machine. It's coming up. PeterMulvey.com. Thank you for coming down to Mad Toast Live. You can hear our podcasts every Monday. You can hear them all the time, but check them out. New ones on Mondays and Thursdays and on iTunes and also at madtoastlive.com. Special thanks also to Mr. Andy LaValle from Bear Sound doing our sound production and podcast producer. And thank you all for coming tonight. Thanks again to Peter Baldi. Thank you.